With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. I am your host, Scott Fullerton. In just a couple of seconds, I'll be joined by my co-host, actor and writer, Mr. Craig Hurley. It is Thursday, July 25th, 2019. Thanks for tuning in. We are your Monday through Friday call-in show. We talk about today's news, politics, and pop culture stories of the day. You're invited to call in and give us your opinion if you like, 347 347- Again, that's 347-989-0126. Give us a call, so let's go ahead and stand up on my soapbox and start talking. Craig, how we doing, buddy? Good. Chilling like Bob Dylan. What are you doing, man? Nice. I like it. What's happening over there? Um, It's raining. We actually got rain. We got more rain. Raining. Uh-huh. Yeah, I no, dude, there's, beautiful you know, I know you got a couple of days here in Northeast Ohio. Uh, I decided yeah. to go for a drive, so we drove up to beautiful Lake Erie that you can check out on my social media. And beautiful 81 degrees, sunshine, no humidity here. Drove up to Lake Erie and then took, we went out to dinner at our favorite restaurant in Pennsylvania. And now we just finished driving through uh, Amish country here in Pennsylvania where mom is driving and I'm driving this Daisy in the back seat here. Nice. Yeah, it's a nice little nice little way to end the day. I'm with the creaky door again. Okay, I like swear it sounds like you're hurting a small child every time that thing goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not hurting a small child. <laughs> That I mean, you can you no. can make you can put some bully people out of work with that sound. I'm telling you. Yeah, no, I, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about using it in whatever I'm editing coming up here. So I got I don't know where I have a creaky door sound that I, I, like that I need to use. Well, as I said, yeah. I've been driving all day, so I haven't had much access to news. So I'm going to rely on you for some things. I didn't pull up uh, a couple things on here, but. Uh, we can start out by we were on uh, resignation watch for the last 24 hours to see what's going to happen in Puerto Rico. And I guess yeah. finally at midnight last night after they started new protests, because yesterday at 5 o'clock he was supposed to officially resign and did not. So at midnight Correct. they took to the streets again last night and around 1230 he posted a Facebook post saying, see you later, I'm out of here August 2nd. 
Okay, so he is leaving August 2nd. That's like next week. Why isn't he leaving now? Well, he says it's for an orderly transition, which makes a little bit of sense okay. because from what I understand is his Secretary of State was also part of this scandal. So that person's been booted. So there's no natural successor. So they're going to the third line, which is like the secretary or the parliamentarian, which would I be, be like our speaker of the house here. And she's now becoming governor of Puerto Rico. I think her name is Vera or something. So uh, I don't see a big problem with it, with a little bit of transition, because I'm sure this girl was not ready to take over. But uh, she's going to be a heck of a lot better than what we have now. I don't know. We don't know because we don't know any of these people really. Um, you know, so we don't we don't have a clue what they're actually going to be representing once they're in office. <clears throat> exactly. I don't know. Uh, if it's still she a part was a of secretary you know, all, of, something or other. all of the crap that's uh, going on. So I don't yeah. know what exactly it is. Uh, he is now the head honcho as of August 2nd in Puerto Rico. So it'll be interesting to see how this transition goes. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see if the people of Puerto Rico continue to protest. Well, they talked to a lot of really people today. Just they, pieces I heard this morning. And it sounds like most of them are happy just to have him gone. So I think until this right. person does something really bad. I just don't think she has a record yet for them to like her or dislike her. But I'm sure that can happen relatively quickly. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Maybe she'll right. actually be exactly. able to get some help for her, her people from Maria. Right, right. So we'll see what happens. August 2nd is going to be the big transition day, but the uh, Protests won, like I said, those were huge protests. They shut down the entire yep. main capital there. So it was a good job on the people of Puerto Rico for not putting up with that. I like people that are not anti-women and, and homophobic, so that's a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. I'm I'm glad to see that he's resigning and in that he's not you know, going to stay in office when he shouldn't stay there. Right. Like to see that happen and then in the one United of States. Other small things Wish I saw thing. today in what the F is happening in our administration. It looks like Attorney Bill Barr is going to turn over 21 years of no death penalty and reinstate the death penalty. Where? In fe- for federal court. In federal court. Yeah, federal court did away with the death penalty 21 years ago, and I don't know what the reasoning behind it is, but they are deciding after 21 years that William Barr wants to reinstate. He said it's not fair to the families who have people on death row, and I guess they have the first five people scheduled for December and January, um, and then they'll be doing more people after that. Merry Christmas. Who knows? (laughs) Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Exactly right. Merry Christmas indeed. Dude, I, that's that's freaking rude. That's freaking rude. Uh, and this this current administration. Well, we'll see what happened. I mean, we just had, as we talked about yesterday, there was one of the judges that decided to let him go away with his new rule that we talked about last week about uh, being able to send migrant or immigrants back without any court appearance if they went anywhere in the United. States two years. That was held up in right. one 
Court of Appeal, but a court in San Francisco last night uh, stopped it. So that is on stop again, finally. So it's going to take all these little courts of appeals to kind of work this through, but that's the trouble. He's been appointing over 171 uh, justices so far, so who knows how long this is going to keep up. Actually, the tide is not going to go our way. The carnival, the circus. I I don't know why we keep going back to the circus. You know, we know there's people who are clowns. And and it's it's tough to avoid them because they just keep jumping up and doing stupid shit. So, you know, it's really tough to avoid these people. And that proverbial clown car, you get a couple of them out, you think you're done, and they keep coming out of the clown car. No, no, they just keep coming out. There's like 18, 19 more of them. Yeah, out of that little Herbie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a little nuts. But we have to deal with it, and we have to talk about them. So, you watching Hannah's uh, Tale yet? No, I haven't. I told you I probably won't, but I'll, I'll watch no. a little clip of it. But it's not it's not my yeah. bag. I don't want to get to the problem. Why? Yeah. What's going well, on with it? It is, because politically, politically, they're making all sorts of moves in the United States, and they're very similar to what has happened on this show. So, and it's a very slippery slope to getting right. back to, you know, where we were in the 1600s. So, all that progressiveness for you know, forever, and I'm talking about humans being progressive and moving forward instead of back. Um, right. Democrat progressive. Uh, uh, you know, all of that has happened over the past couple hundred years. So, and we're, you know, still fighting that fight. And it seems a little insane and ludicrous that we have to continue to fight the same fight with these same type of people when they're the clowns and we're not speaking of clowns that dude um, stood in front of a presidential seal that had yesterday that had (laughs) somebody had altered it that that had um, uh, Russia's uh, flag on it and it had um, uh, PGA it had golf it had golfing uh, stuff. I don't know what the PGA tournament thing is. Yeah, it had a two-headed giant, uh, okay. two-headed bald eagle carrying golf club. <laughs> oh, and he stood in front of it so proudly. <laughs> That's the one we were talking about the other day, oh. where he's going in front of all these fifteen to eighteen-year-old kids. Remember that young conservatives club? So I'm glad yep. to see someone in that that group had a sense of humor and knows who this guy really is. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Well, and they got away with it. Like, it was up there for a minute. Right. No, it was with the the entire time he was there. I I guess they fired the kid Mm -hmm. today, but good on him for getting through with it. (laughs) They fired him? How do you fire somebody for for putting that up? Oh, from whatever that club was. It was a teacher? the club was called, I told you about. No, that Young Republicans Club that sponsored this event. He was the... media guy in charge of it, and so they fired him. <laughs> but that's a good way to go, man. Yeah. <laughs> it is. That's, that's and then get fired. That's cool. That is a good way to go. I just, I'm just glad no one noticed it at all. Like I said, it had a Russian flag, it had a two-headed eagle, and the eagle was carrying yep. golf clubs. That's amazing. Golf clubs. 
<laughs> oh, I just hope other people are laughing just as hard as I am at this dude. It's hard to laugh, man. So especially with all the crap they're pulling, hard to laugh. Exactly. I mean, it's just not one thing or another. Then what's what's sad? I mean, in face of all this um, stuff happening with the border, since we're in day 429, day of emergency or whatever. That turns out we have 18 Are we Marines still? at a Camp Pendleton that have been rounded up and are being charged with drug trafficking and human trafficking across the border. Um, but are they, were they, were they, I'm sorry, were they, were they bringing immigrants across the border so that they could live a better life? Were they helping Correct. people? Because then it seems like they're on on the correct side of this, and they shouldn't actually be charged. I don't know about the drug trafficking. Like I said, Mexico's drugs suck. So you know, nobody ever wants to smoke Mexican weed. It's all dirt weed. So, you know, <laughs> they don't have anything that's, that's like as, as powerful as what we have now, and we've gone through science on it. So, you know, nobody and, – and the majority of the cocaine comes through Florida. It doesn't come through Mexico. So what drug trafficking, and as far as human trafficking, and the verbiage is really important on all this shit, um, uh, are, are, they, are they helping these individuals um, to get across? Because then I don't know how much human trafficking that actually is. Because, you know, there's a rebellious area uh, that, that we're going to be uh, when it comes to civil rights and it comes to human rights. Right, and but these unfortunately, they're part of the U.S. government. They're U.S. Marines and the NCIS and going right. after them. If they're helping them, then it's not really human trafficking. If they're if they're causing them to live lives that are crap, you know, then yeah, absolutely, you know, then it's human trafficking and just like sex trafficking, it's the same shit. But if they're if if they're actually helping, then they're actually like an underground railroad. So they shouldn't actually be prosecuted, but they're going to be because they're a part of the U.S. military. So, you know, it, it, it's that, there's a lot of that in, in, in Handmaid's Tale, too, dude. A lot of stuff of Underground Railroad. And it's the same, oh, really? same type of shit right now with, yeah, um, same type of shit they're dealing with with our immigrants. So there's a, there's an Underground Railroad. We call them coyotes. And normally they're jerks. Normally they're, you know, normally they're not cool. And normally they don't care about the, the, the people that they are bringing across. So, because they're paid to do it. So normally they don't give a shit. But if it's, but if it's a, a, if it's military personnel that are actually trying to help people, well, that's what they're actually supposed to do. You know, we're supposed to be that way. We're supposed to be like inviting and accepting. And especially if they're seeking asylum, if they're coming from a place that is already just war-torn as hell and they're completely oppressed and they're trying to have a better life, well, this is what the United States is about. At least I thought. I, I've lived here for 50 years, so 51, because I was born here. Champaign, Illinois, right smack dab in the middle of this puppy. So, you know, I've got a, a decent viewpoint on, on the whole thing, and I could have sworn – when I was being raised and when I was growing up and while I'm living here my whole life, that this is supposed to be an inviting place. We're supposed to be free here. So we're supposed to accept those people and try to help them. We would help, but I mean, I, I, I'm not yeah. in agreement that we need to 
break our own laws for other people breaking laws. We just need to fix the laws. Well, you need to fix the laws, exactly. All those laws were meant to be rewritten. Everything's meant to – every law has got – I mean, you know, of course, there's some that are, that are absolutely, like, you know, positively, like – uh, murder and you know stuff like that. Like you know those are definites. Um, but all the other laws are all meant to be shaped. That's you know we put them out there in the first place to, so that we can have some type of order, so that we can tell people you know this is kind of the way that we would all like to live. And in order to live right. in in uh, cohesively or 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 with each other. Um, we kind of have to abide by those, and you know, there's there's just the basics. But if somebody's running from some shit and it's horrific shit, you gotta help them because we're not that horrific here yet. I hear you, man. What else do you got? Um, wow, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I like had like no notes. I'm trying to think of some pop culture stuff. Uh, I talked about Shannon Doherty yesterday. We talked about that stuff yesterday. Um, dude, seriously, I have, like, no notes. Anybody want to call 347-989-0126 so we can talk about whatever you want to talk about? That'd be great. Um, there you go. Good uh, idea. Let's see if I can put a uh, yeah. song on here real quick. One second. Uh I'll have to get to a song no, here in a second. A, uh, that's all right. Uh, um, uh, there's a serious insect invasion going on uh, in the United States. I talked a little bit about it before, um, and it does have to do with climate change, and it also has to do with the amount of rain that we had. Um, and the earthquakes also don't help. Uh, because what earthquakes do is they stir up all sorts of dust and all sorts of viruses and all sorts of germs and eggs, eggs that have been lying dormant for I don't know how long. It could be 100 years, so 200 years, and eggs of insects. And so we've had too much of the flooding and too much of the stagnant water left behind, and that produces all those eggs. It, it gives them an opportunity right. to thrive and hatch. And then, like I said, back to the earthquakes, um, it stirs up a bunch of shit and throws it into the air. Uh, we've had uh, – dude, did you see the mayfly thing in Iowa? Oh, my God. They, dude, the, the mayflies are – they're like big grasshoppers. They're like they're like uh, almost like a dragonfly type size, and and okay. oh, millions of them, dude, millions, billions of them. I don't even know how many. I mean, uh, you can't count them. It looked like it was snowing mayflies, and dude, people had to walk outside and like in in motorcycle helmets and stuff because yeah, you're just getting covered in this. And uh, same things happening out here, um, out on in the in the south and southwest. Um, there's an immense amount of grasshoppers, an immense amount of spiders, and an immense amount of scorpions. So not fun, you know. These <laughs> no, that wouldn't be. You know how I am on bugs. It's not fun. And you'd think with an immense amount of spiders and scorpions that there wouldn't be an immense amount of grasshoppers, but there are a shit ton of grasshoppers. Um, yeah, they're, they're not, they're all evasive species that I'm describing and, uh, there's a lot of them all over the United States. So get prepared for those swarms, 
for those swarms of locusts and cicadas and all that. Spiders, mosquitoes, it's all good. Yep. No, I hear you. I, don't, I wouldn't like that at all. I mean, it's like we talked about in New Orleans when they had all those mosquitoes swarm through in the billions. Uh-huh. That was horrible. Yep. And didn't that just happen like two weeks ago? Uh, it was about a month and a half ago, but it just covered every car about that a month and through them. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah. it was just crazy. Yeah, absolutely covered every single car. And that's what these swarms are doing, be it, be it like I just said, grasshoppers or spiders or, or scorpions or mosquitoes or mayflies or whatever it is. And, you know, that's what these swarms are doing. They're absolutely inundating areas and just messing shit up. Uh, what we, something happened with Cosby today too. I think Cosby's getting all upset. Oh yeah, no, he, he another... got um, he, yeah, he got sued um by I don't know her name. The the woman that he was, that was like one of his first, yeah, his first acu- one of his first accusers. Um, uh, yeah, and he lost. Yeah, he lost that that lawsuit. Um, he owes her an undisclosed amount of money. I, I haven't read how much, but when it's undisclosed, wow, that's a lot. So um, it's a he owes her a lot of money, and um, uh, I'm sure you know his his wife isn't too happy about that. Uh, so because that's all of her money. Well, it's not uh, even him that's paying it out. Down. It's the thing. It's the insurance company. That's what he's kind of complaining about. In prison, while he's in prison, the insurance company is paying out all these settlements. This is their third payment to one of the girls, and so it just makes him look guilty as hell, which he is. But he's saying he's still right. trying to protest his innocence, so he's mad at the insurance company for paying it out. He's not costing him a dime, which is a sad thing. Dude, I was just watching um, uh, Jerry Seinfeld's uh, um, uh, Celebrities in Cars and, and Drinking Coffee. Right. It's number one. It's really funny. It's really, really funny. And and they swear and they you know they do all sorts of stuff. Um, and it's it's just really funny. And uh, uh, comedians in cars, right? Um, and he had Eddie Murphy on. And just just getting an interview with Eddie Murphy is impossible. So um, like he he doesn't do them. And, you know, it was like what Barbara Walters was like the last thing that he did. And that was 20 years ago, 25 years ago, because um, he's he just signed Eddie Murphy, just signed a deal. And we talked about this before, but Eddie Murphy just signed a deal with uh, Netflix, Netflix, I believe, uh, to do um, three stand up concerts. And he and I can't wait. I, I absolutely can't wait because. I miss the old Eddie Murphy. I miss the delirious Eddie Murphy. I miss the raw Eddie Murphy. And uh, and I, I just thought that at that time in his career, that's when he was really Eddie. You know, that's when he was really the comedian that we all, you know, were, were falling in love with. And then he supposedly had a conversation with uh, Bill Cosby because Bill Cosby called him when he was doing raw or delirious. I'm not sure which. And and he actually talks about this on on uh, on the Jerry Seinfeld show, um, uh, and how Bill Cosby called him and was and I can't do a good Bill Cosby impersonation, so I'm not gonna <laughs> try. And 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 he and he said, you know, you can't be saying the stuff that you're saying on stage, 
and you have to pay attention, you know, to the kids and you got to pay attention to women and you, you can't, you can't be that way. And so, um, uh, he went and did all the Dr. Doolittle stuff. He went and did all the things that, you know, all the family oriented and the Shreks and all that stuff and had a really, really sweet career in that. So yeah, Bill Cosby was kind of correct on that, but in the same token, and he's saying that, uh, on, on the Jerry Seinfeld show that he, that he misses it. And that he's not that way, you know, that he's, he's more the delirious stuff and he's more the raw. That's how he, he's actually right. lived the majority of his life. And, and that, you know, he, he has to get up on, back on stage before he gets to do those concerts to try out his new material because he's not sure if it's going to work or not. And so that'll Wouldn't be, that be amazing to be, be at the improv or someplace in LA when he comes yeah, to try that stuff out. Yeah, and he out. just pops in. He just pops in and does a set, does a five-minute set, and then pops out. That'd Dude, be amazing. Uh, yeah, that would be really, really cool. And that is what is going to be happening currently. Because he, he, I don't know when he, when he's supposed to do those concerts, but they're coming up. It's, it's, it's soon. It's shortly. So. Well, they're, um, they're just thinking. They just finishing ink in the deal so it's going to be a little bit so you have some time to, to get out there and practice a bit but it's going to be amazing yeah, yeah. i'm looking forward to it i i didn't know that that episode was already out yet because i knew that he had filmed it yeah yeah i didn't yeah, know I it was already it, out. and he, yeah i saw it and it was really funny really really funny and it's it's kind of because of the way the show goes, they they do them in like 15 minute increments. And so right. you kind of go to another to the next show. But they also will stop driving the car, whatever car they're in, and then they will stop into a coffee shop. So they get to say and in, in Eddie's case, they um, look like I know him. Uh, and in Eddie <laughs> Murphy's case, they, uh, yeah, I'm on first name basis with Eddie Murphy. No, uh, I'm actually zero degrees. Of, I'm zero degrees of separation from him. I know people that know him, but, um, uh, I've never actually met Eddie Murphy. Uh, the, um, uh, he, they stopped at comedy clubs. Like they stopped at the improv. You just mentioned it. And they stopped at the comedy store. And there was something, it's another comedy club that they stopped at. And instead of Laugh uh, Factory, probably the biggest one there. It may have been the Laugh Factory. Yeah. Yeah. Laugh Factory is where I saw Jim Carrey in 1980, whatever the hell. That was like 1987 oh, nice. or 88. It was right before Jim Carrey came out as Jim Carrey. You know, it's, it's right before he really blew up. And, um, right. Uh, I, yeah, I saw him at the, at the laugh factory on sunset and dude, it was really, it was a very, very interesting show. He wasn't like funny. Uh, he wasn't like overly funny. He, he made some funny faces and, and, but his jokes didn't, didn't really land. And it was more of right. the contortionist stuff that he is. Because uh, I saw him. Yeah, because he, he's pretty much started out sketch comedy and just using his face to do with, work with the sketches on that Mad TV. So uh, was he? On, he was on David Wayne. Yeah, it was show, on right? In Living Color. Yeah, yeah he was right, on In okay. Living Color. That's yeah. right. And this is but right it was before sketch comedy that. started is, out with, right? Yeah, this is right before that, and he put himself into he he rapped 
himself up. He put his legs over his head and then he put his arms, his legs, and he was in this little tiny ball. And he put himself, backed himself into a two foot by two foot plexiglass box. And then oh closed goodness. the box with his teeth. And dude, it was absolutely one of the funniest, weirdest things I'd ever seen anybody do. And because he was How walking around on his fingertips for a minute around the state. Is he tall in person? Yeah, uh, he was. No, yeah, he seemed like over six foot. He seemed like that, like it was really? accessible for this dude to put himself into a foot by plexiglass box. So yeah, wow. he, he seemed pretty tall to me when I when I saw him. He seemed like six foot. So nice, very cool. That sounds. I'm looking forward to seeing. It. I didn't know it was on yet. Um, I think that's on Netflix. Sorry. <laughs> Isn't isn't that uh, Joe Netflix or is that uh, Hulu? I forget. A show? Yeah, the driving comedians driving in cars getting coffee. What, where's that on? Oh no, I I don't Netflix? I don't know where I yeah I watched it on. Either Netflix or Hulu. I knew it's one of those streams. Uh, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's Netflix or Hulu. Netflix. They seem to nice. Well, I didn't know that was on. They seem to be dominant. We talked about that earlier in the week, so I was looking forward to it. But I didn't yeah. know that was playing, so I'll have something to enjoy this weekend. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Ricky Gervais was on uh, on a show after that, and then uh, who else did I see? Oh, uh, Matthew Broderick, and not like Matthew's really a comedian, um, but um, he's a comedic actor. But not necessarily a comedian, and that was that was kind of an, an awkward show. But they are like best friends, Jerry Seinfeld and, and Matthew Broderick, like best friends. So oh, okay, yeah, because that is kind of a weird mix because he yeah. he does dramas, and like, yeah, movies and stuff. So, he, but he's not a stand-up. That's for right. sure. Hmm. No, no, Matthew is not a stand-up uh, comedian, but he is a comedic actor. You know, Ferris Bueller and. And uh, sure, he did all sure. sorts of plays, Biloxi Blues and all these Neil Diamond plays. So, yeah, on Broadway. So it's, he's definitely got some timing and he's definitely, you know, funny, but where you're not, you know, he's not a comedian. So it was, it, right. that's, that's where that interview gets a little rough. You know, their conversations get a little rough because some of the things that, that Matthew was saying go over people's heads, just go way over <laughs> people's heads. And that seems like it's just because yeah. it's so smart and it's, it's smart and witty comedy as opposed to you right. know, just being funny. So just saying shit. Hey, I actually uh, made it home. Yeah. Mom made it without crashing. I was scared for just a couple minutes there. <laughs> what happened? Uh, don't hit the garage door, mother. Oh my goodness. We just got crashed into our garage. <laughs> <laughs> She oh, made it all goodness. the way and then hit the garage. <laughs> exactly. Make it all the way home and then hit the freaking garage. All right. Well, talk to <laughs> hey, you. Just I go downstairs to get my computer on here. I got to get myself all set us up for a break. But what do you want to talk about for five minutes here? So I can look at setup. Uh, you want to throw on a song? I can't. I, the computer's not working on my phone. That's why I'm glad I'm home. All right. Well, I'll figure out some type of rant. I'd appreciate it. All right, rant, up, rant up something. Give me three minutes here. Three, I'm down there to the studio. Nine eight nine zero one two six. Oh, oh wow. 
I'm tripping over dogs. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't know. Let's talk about the weather. Uh, it seems to be a specialty of mine. Um, we have a low pressure system that's currently in um, uh, Nevada that's pushing across, and or it's actually in Colorado. Um, it's pushing across. And uh, you guys, uh, you in Ohio and in the Midwest, you'll be getting hit by some stuff unless it breaks up a little bit, which it might, um, because we've got a bunch of dry air that's all over that's coming from the Arctic that's just coming down um, from, uh, like, uh, I don't know, like Toronto. Um, it's coming down from Canada. And, uh, and that is causing um, not enough uh, uh, unstable air to uh, have major storms. But you guys are going to hit by something. They just got hit in, in, what, like outside of Nebraska and Wyoming. And then, like I said, down here in, in Nevada, um, we just got hit with some rain, too. Um, there's also two major hurricanes that are forming. The one is forming off of Florida. Um, and I'm not sure if it's actually going to become a hurricane, but it's definitely a tropical depression and a tropical storm that is going to be hitting the East Coast. And um, then there's another one that's forming out in the Pacific Ocean. Uh, it's right next to Mexico right now, and it's heading out towards Hawaii again, um, just like the last one, just like Barbara did. And although Barbara didn't really make that big of a impact out in Hawaii, from what I understand, um, they did have rain and they had some mudslides and stuff, but it wasn't as major of an impact as they've had before with other hurricanes. And I don't know what they're going to do either. All right, well, let's take a quick either. break. I made it to the studio. Uh, I am in studio. Cut me so, off. Yay. Cut me off. You're boring talking about the freaking weather, Craig. Exactly. Boring. Just cut me off. I'm Ooh. saving our guests. Little David Hernandez, uh, coat of armor. Guys, you're listening to the Left of Straight uh, radio station. This is standing on my soapbox. Give us a call, 347-989-0126. We're taking calls for the next 25 minutes. We'll be back on the other side of the song. i 
We are back. That was David Hernandez with Coat of Armor. Guys, you have about 20 minutes to give us a call. 347-989-0126. Thanks for putting up with that earlier as I was making my way home from beautiful Lake Erie today. Uh, give us a call. So what's on your mind? 347-989-0126. Now, you were talking about the weather before I rudely interrupted you. I did see two stories on that earlier. Uh, Europe had its Hottest July day ever yesterday in the UK, and the record heat in Alaska is sending glacial melting into overdrive. So, yeah, it's a little warm. A little warm. (laughs) It's a little warm. It's a little warm. Um, Yeah, a while back, uh, 2009, 2010, Indonesia had that earthquake, and it was the earthquake that caught – it was like December – wasn't December was it like Christmas? Um, people were celebrating uh, in in like Taiwan and stuff like that, and they got completely inundated with tidal waves. Um, and when that earthquake happened, um, I only heard it one time. Uh, the I only heard one scientist say this, and I've never heard anybody say it again. And that our planet in that earthquake, the planet Earth that we live on shifted on its axis that it flies through space on and it shifted from 23 degrees to 17 degrees which that shift would completely expose the north pole or the arctic we would completely expose it to sunlight where in the past it hasn't been completely exposed and at least in the past 200 years it hasn't been and that's why we had a, a permanent ice cap. Uh, we no longer have a permanent ice cap there. And, and I, I, like I said, I've never heard any other scientists say it. I only heard it one time, and I can't even, I can't even tell you who said it. Um, and, and it just, it, it, 
it, it, I'm like, I don't know how to say it. it blows my mind. It doesn't blow my mind. It's just that that person was correct. And we have had an awful lot of, uh, catastrophes up there. I mean, I don't know what else to call it when the entire, when our entire ice pack melts, or at least like you just said, it's up to like 40% is, is gone. So, um, you know, I, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I was, uh, where I was at actually dude, with this. Um, because the the glaciers melting faster than normal I, was our totally main had a topic. brain fart just now for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, the glaciers just just melting really fast. And and right now that's that's my point is that we're you know we're we're currently experiencing it, and and we can't avoid not experiencing that when we're having record high temperatures in places like Alaska. So you know where it, it, it doesn't ever get warm there at least not in our documented history. So, you know, it, it, it'd be a really good thing for us to all pay attention to. And and hopefully there's something we can continue to do about it. But, like, if our planet shifted, you know, there's nothing we can really do about that except for adapt to what's about to come or what's coming and be prepared. I mean, isn't that Cub Scout motto? Be prepared. So, well, that's you know, what that 12 years is all about. We still, the scientists still believe we have 12 years to, to stop screwing up what we're screwing up. To try to, and, and right, it to should try to come back it. to itself. But, uh, I mean, it's, I, it's not what the uh, people are trash talking, saying that in 12 years the, the planet's going to die. That's not what anyone's saying at all. They're saying there's about 12 years left to to reverse the carbon emissions and to lower it to a acceptable level so it doesn't keep enveloping the earth so we still have a right. chance to turn it around but uh it's, right. it's not a long long window it's a very short window actually no. so no they're t- they're actually saying now that that 2050 um the planet might not be inhabitable so that's that's the newest that i've been reading uh just because it might just be too warm and we, you know, we're not going to be able to grow crops. We're not going to be able to actually. It'll be, it'll be like uh, what's the what's the planet that Luke Skywalker lived on uh, in Star Wars, where it's this desert planet, and you know we're living underground, that type of stuff, because there ain't no way. Yeah, I don't see it happening that quick. But it's planet. definitely going to. I mean, I that we're talking, we're we're going up half a degree a year at the most. So in 30 years, that's 15 right. degrees higher. We can deal with 15 degrees hotter temperature, but uh, so I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know so point. much, dude. But, eh, I, don't I don't know if we can deal with 15 degrees hotter because along with that comes the carbons. So the, you know, the, the carbon will, will increase as well mm-hmm. right along with that heat. So we're not going to have very good oxygen level. So I don't know how we're going to survive this unless we actually start cleaning this place up and being responsible right. for even our own surroundings. You know, just you find a plastic bottle on the ground that some other asshole threw down on the ground, pick it up. So that's not going into our oceans so that it'll actually maybe make it into a landfill and won't continue to screw things up. Or it might get recycled. Hey, there's an option. 
So, you know, there are things that we can do just around, just around our own neighborhoods, clean up our own space, take your garbage out to the curb, make sure it freaking goes to the right place and sort your own garbage. That's the other thing. There's this thing called wish recycling that people wish that things could be recycled and they just throw it into the recycling bin. Styrofoam cannot be recycled. So don't throw it into the freaking recycling bin because then somebody right. else has to filter through that stuff. And also anything that has food on it, a pizza box, cannot be recycled. That food needs to be cleared off first. And I don't know why they don't, they don't just hire somebody to clean off the stuff that comes in. But, you know, I mean, that, that would be an easy way to do it and provide jobs. Um, but, uh, but they cannot recycle things that have, have food products on them. So if you, you know, you got a bottle of creamer and, you know, wash it out before you put it into the recycling bin so that it's clean, so that it can actually be recycled. It's not wish cycling or wish recycling here. You know, we can't, we can't wish that something can be recycled when it can't. So we really need to pay attention to that on an individual basis. And I know it's difficult. People are just trying to survive. All right, moving on. Looks like Jeffrey Epstein has been injured in his jail cell. They cannot tell yet whether um, it was self-inflicted or not. He has been put on a suicide watch. Um, There's marks on his neck, and they're not saying. uh, They're they're thinking he's trying to get out of the current jail he's held at. We have people. Uh, We have people that listen to us to this podcast that are in jail. And they know how we feel. So, you know, he's a sex trafficker, dude. That's what he's being accused of. That's what he was accused of before. Uh, they don't, uh, dude, that, uh, I, 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 I know some people in prisons and they don't like that. <laughs> they don't like that. So, you no, know, that's I, don't, one of the, I, I don't put it past anybody. One of the things that's looked down upon in prison population are people that hurt children. Yeah. Um, that's been a long-standing um, yep. fact of life. You know, and it's not, it's, it's not really fair. I mean, even though Epstein's a douchebag, it, it's not really fair to be like, okay, we're giving you a prison sentence, and on top of it, you're going to get the shit kicked out of you. You know, it's not, it's, it's not really fair. Um, but, you know, what he did, what is, is that really fair? So, you know, people right, are, look at it, it in, Like I said, it could ways. be a self-inflicted thing to get some sympathy yeah, and to get yeah, that's moved true. out of where he's at. So who really knows at this point? But they yeah, just found yeah. him, and they're, they're seeing to him now. So that was in the news. I thought that was a little interesting. We've been talking about petitions lately and Facebook things about trying to storm Area 51 and storm Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> Here's a petition right. I kind of like, and I think <laughs> it's actually pretty smart. They have 59,980 signatures so far on a petition to move Halloween to the last Saturday of October. I think that's smart. Why? Because Halloween is, is always, I mean, five times out of yeah, it falls seven, on a Tuesday or, it's on a yeah. weekday, right? So it's right. like where well, your kids have to go to school the next day. So I, I have no problem with it moving to Saturday. Most people have adults have Halloween parties that are go pretty crazy. So they're usually the weekend before or the weekend after anyway. And I think it just make it safer for kids. So 
good, good, good on the people trying to do this. It's a nonprofit that's trying to uh, make a safer, longer, stress-free celebration and move it to the last Saturday of the month. Almost 60,000 signatures so far. So uh, let's see what happens with it. I, I well, don't, I don't find that bad I, Yeah, but I don't know how the – I don't know how the pagans are going to feel about Sanheim being changed to, you know, the Saturday before well, the actual true. 31st. Well, no, that's true. That's so, true. This is a pagan holiday. Well, that is, uh, yeah, it is their holiday. But it's nowhere near what it used to be back then anyway. So, I mean, if true. It's, it was never about yeah, we don't dressing really have up a and getting as candy. As so we've already bastardized it so much that, I don't think the pagans can yeah. find too much more. It's not changing too much nice. more, but you're right. <laughs> I'll talk to some of my pagan friends and see how they actually feel about it. They'll probably still be celebrating on the 31st, you know, because all Saints right. Day is the next day. That's where the Christians jump right. in and the Catholics jump in. I mean, it was all Saints a day. celebration of the 1st. summer's end. People went souling, they called it, S-O-U-L-I-N-G, where they go from door to door asking for soul cakes or food and drink in exchange for a song, dance, or prayer. So that's kind of where it got right. started. It's a long way from there. Um, so yep. I don't I don't think they, they, the general populace would have a problem changing it to the last Saturday of the month. But I thought that was interesting. And of all the things, I, I'm more behind that than I am storming Loch Ness. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know what good that's going to do, storming Loch Ness. You know, if well, you that need a dinosaur heck of a, I mean, does still exist, twenty-two miles and seven hundred fifty feet deep, you better have some good scuba divers involved and lots and lots of it's people. It's not trapped out. in the lock. If it if it does exist, it's not really trapped in the lock. It has areas that it can go through and get and out if it's to lived open this water. Long, good on it, man. It's been how long? Has so, well, if it's lived, if it's lived this long. Then, then it has. Well, it, it's probably a baby of something else that lived long as well. Um, and it, you know, it's it's probably not older than like four hundred years. Or I'm I'm trying to think of what they have. The oldest shark is something like four hundred or four hundred fifty years old. Um, and like tortoises, they live you know like two hundred, three hundred years, that type of stuff. Um, so. Uh, you know, it's it's probably a 400-year-old or a 500-year-old dinosaur, um, but it, it it has places to hide, obviously. <laughs> you could drain the lock and then, you know, probably find it, but it has all these underground caverns, all, this pla- all these places to go. It knows the entire – probably the entire planet as far as the waterways that it can go through. So, you know, it's, and it's something that should probably be just left alone. We should probably just, just leave it alone instead of continuing to look for it. It doesn't make any sense to continue to look for it. And we don't know. It's one of these dinosaurs that, that freaking can stay underwater for, you know, years on end and not, and not ever be seen, not ever come up. This is true. All right. Well, let's see what else we have here. Um, up, up, uh, got about three minutes left. Really? That was actually a fast yeah. show. It went very fast. And for for not having a, a, a list or, or any preparation, I think we, you know, that was actually pretty fast. Wow. 
347 0126 She only got like two minutes. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying 347 0126 She only got like two minutes uh, to stand on our soapbox. Um, uh, but yeah, were you talking about SpaceX? Because they just had yeah, a problem on the today. Um, they did a, a successful launch of their SpaceX Dragon capsule um, today, and they did a lot of different eclectic um, supplies for the space station. Among the stuff was an Adidas soccer ball, a pouch full of Nickelodeon's green slime, and 5,500 pounds of other experiments, supplies, and food for the six astronauts aboard the International Space Station. The Space Station. So it took off nice. today, 6 o'clock Thursday. It just launched less than an hour ago. And uh, it was a nice. very successful launch. So congratulations, SpaceX. Excellent. And we're going to slime someone on the space station. Woohoo! I like it. <laughs> see how that works, because slime needs gravity. So we'll see, we'll right. see how slime works up in space. Um, uh, I did want to talk about actress Samara Wiley. Uh, she played Pusey on Orange is the, is the New Black, and um, uh, she is currently, and back to uh, Handmaid's Tale, she is currently playing Moira on Handmaid's Tale, and they have set up a, a, a not a fund, they've set up an organization, I don't know if I have my information right, but Orange is the New Black set up an organization based on Pusey Washington's, based on Samara Wiley's character, Pusey Washington. And it's all about immigration and immigration, immigration rights. So I think it's really interesting because she's now playing a character called Moira, who on, on Handmaid's Tale, who is uh, definitely into, when you watch it, you'll see what I'm talking about. She's, she's one of those people that is trying to actually help new immigrants that are coming from from the United States to Canada and that are escaping what is happening in the United States. So well, nice. I think it's I think it's really interesting yeah, that Orange is the New Black was jumping on this this immigrants get to the United States. So I think it's really cool. And that's another little pop culture thing that I forgot to talk about. So when we were talking about pop culture. Nice. Very cool. All right, well, we'll finish yeah. on a positive note like we did yesterday. We'll try to do that every day if we can. But we had talked about, I don't know, maybe two months ago, that Chobani yogurt covered uh, $47,000 <laughs> yeah. worth of Warwick, Rhode Island student lunch debt when they when they were going to start right. serving the yeah, jelly sandwiches to the kids there. Well, they did it again. Right. They have a Chobani plant based in Idaho. Twin Falls, Idaho. Uh, they have a large Chobani facility there, and so they decided this uh, year they're donating $85,000 to cover all the students' deaths in the school district of Twin Falls, Idaho. So they're covering all the students. Like, wow. I guess the Twin Falls school district serves about 5,600 lunches and 2,100 breakfasts every day during the school year. A lot of the kids don't have the money wow. to pay for it. So Chobani is paying $85,000 to cover all the students' unpaid debt of the kids that couldn't afford their uh, lunch or breakfast this year. So 
Big way to go, guy, to Chobani Yogurt yet again for the second time. I'm impressed. Yeah, they need to go around to those other those other school districts that are threatening the parents and threatening the kids if they don't pay the bill. So they well, need to go around, around to those other school districts around the country. Every, yeah. Every corporation yep. could stop with their jillion-dollar tax breaks they're getting and pay off 100000 in school district debt. That would be nice. Yep. Yeah, and there's major corporations in every single city in the United States. So we exactly. could easily, I mean, every single town, every single city, you have someone who is a multimillionaire who owns a corporation of some kind who could absolutely just throw out a hundred grand and cover, you know, all of the kids that are. Exactly. Akron, Ohio is by me here in Ohio, about 25 minutes from Akron, Ohio. That Goodyear company, Goodyear Tire Company, they have a little bit of money to throw around. They can help out. Every, yeah, a little bit. City has something. So, uh, anyway, good day. Went quick. Thanks, everyone. Tomorrow's our last day of the week here, Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern time. We're standing Hopefully on my soapbox. Hopefully there's some news that we can actually talk about. <laughs> Hopefully. Like a lot I, I will be today. a little more organized tomorrow. I won't be out of town, so I'll be able to delve into a little more, a little more tomorrow. We're going to play out tonight a little bit of Jay Knight. This is Time of Our Lives. Guys, have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Peace. We have no time to stand and stare. It was just June, December till. I don't recall just where I've been. Thinking of romancing. I wanna lay in next to you. There's nothing I would rather do.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.